0: Hello, you are listening to the C to Z of movies. My name is Colin, I'm C, joining me is Zijan. the Z. Hello, Zijan.
1: Hey Colin, um, are you going to be working from home still or have your company started to slowly move you back to the offices? Uh, we are... Because p- mine is. Oh, you're back in the office, Sorry. Well, slowly, uh, we are going on a rotational system now. So this is one of those because.
0: questions where you didn't really care what my answer was. You just wanted to tell me something. About, is that is that. What, of course, of it course. A, was <laughs> it was a hypothetical you could, question. You could at least it. have waited for me to to, <laughs> to answer it before leaping in with your with your side of things. Not
1: a hypothetical, rhetoric question.
0: Yeah. Um, no, we're we're not back in the office until uh, until next year. Wow. Which um, is a little bit nuts. And they told us that in like May or something like oh. Yeah, we're not we're not back in the office for the for the next seven months at least. Then, well, really, you're not going to wait to see how things pan out, but uh, uh, but the good news is uh, the good news is I got a an office chair from from the office this week and uh, and a monitor because I was in quite debilitating debilitating back pain, so it's nice to have oh, a proper, oh. proper office chair uh, and and a nice shiny monitor as well. So it's all it's all going. I'm basically bringing bringing the office to me instead.
1: So what would be different? Next year, then that it wouldn't be next
0: month. Well, who knows? I mean, they, let's hope that I, the cases are down and the, the uh, it's a lot safer out there. But they they haven't guaranteed we will be back next year. They just said they're definitely not going back this year. So uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, so who knows? Like, I, I, and listeners may won't know that I live by myself. So it's just been me, just been me in here most of the most time.
1: Me myself and, <laughs> and Irene. No, Irene.
0: Classic Jim Carrey Rene Zellweger film, which I've seen surprisingly <laughs> often, actually. Um, when when I was a, uh, we'll, we'll get into the podcast at some point, but when I was uh, uh, maybe a teenager, I, I didn't really have many films. I had like a few videos and stuff. So the films I did have, I would just watch over and over again. Uh, so me, myself, and Irene, well, I've probably watched a good five or six times.
1: It's not very good. <laughs> I've not seen it, but I've not great things. About yeah, you're not this. you're not really missing out. Another
0: rush for it. Um, watch it. <laughs> no, today we are talking about Pixar films again. You were it's it's years years and years ago that we talked about Pixar films. It has
1: been. I was just looking at it. It's I think uh, podcast number seventeen. Is it something oh.
0: like that? And here we are Very in early. podcast one hundred and eleven. Which I am not really a cricket fan, but there's something about standing on one leg when it's one hundred and eleven. So, uh, if you are a cricket fan, please stand on one leg for the whole of this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, here we are, nearly a hundred podcasts later. And we're going to be the second uh second raft of pixar films uh, starting with ratatouille and going as far as monsters university is the plan we're also talking about the films of christmas cena um we've got a quiz on pitch perfect and of course much 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 more, more. Uh, we start wow. as we always do with some uh with some movie news zeejan hello has the world of uh, the world of movie news opened up
1: not really for the past two weeks. But speaking of Pixar, there is a bit of Pixar news um, that may be of interest to a lot of people. They've revealed details about another original film mm. called Luca, uh, which is scheduled for summer 2021. Um, to be specific, June 18. Um, and this is a film uh, that's set in the Italian Riviera. So um, this year, uh, Pixar has uh, Onward and Soul is coming out in November, hopefully. Who knows hmm. what's going to happen then? So this will be their next, uh, next film. So three three um, original films in a row, which is... Um, it's very unusual for them, isn't it? Very, it's, it's very unusual. It's, um,
0: is it just me or are they kind of... So they were advertising Soul months before Onward came out. And, and now they're doing this months before, before Soul comes out, or whenever it gets shoved to. Yeah. Did they always used to do this? Um, they always used to advertise things... Like way way ahead of even the next one coming out.
1: Well, I think they think that people would need some good news right now. Or some news <laughs> given some, the, yeah. the lack of any news I have <laughs> got for the past two weeks. But yeah, it, it it is a little bit premature. Um but yeah, it's something to look forward to in June uh twenty twenty one anyway. Um just for those who want to know a little bit of the story, um it's about a young boy, um called Luca called Luca, who shares adventures with a okay. new-found best friend. Called Luca? Uh, who is not actually fully human. Of course. Okay. But a sea monster Ooh. from another world.
0: From another world? From another world. Well, that's all happening. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, And uh, we're
0: sure the kid's called Luca. It's not a Coco situation where it's like <laughs> his grandma or <own>. something.
1: Well, <laughs> I, 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 I can't promise that, Colin.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I'll, when it comes out, I'll... I won't hold you to that then. You can yeah. say, no, no, I told you all along it was the, his neighbour who's called Luca. who has five lines at the beginning. <laughs> um, Edgar Wright is uh, is keeping busy. He's got all sorts of things going on and his latest thing that he's got going on uh, is that he's uh, going to be directing a thing called Stage 13 uh, which will be an adaptation of a short story about a silent era actress who haunts a soundstage. I don't know what genre this one is. I don't know the book or the short story. Uh, but it doesn't sound like it's kind of a uh, comedy fair. No,
1: know, it, it doesn't. But has Edgar Wright done anything other than comedy, though?
0: Well, I so say Baby Driver had was comedic at I've times. I've still not seen
1: it. Like...
0: <sighs> and I say Last Night in Soho is is straight up horror. Apparently, there's uh, there's no.
1: Oh,
0: it's not a comedy. Uh, so he's yeah he's moving out of kind of the uh, the comedy niche into doing other stuff.
1: Yeah, interesting. Speaking uh, of
0: Edgar Wright, actually, this isn't news, but I've uh, I've been reading Scott Pilgrim this week. I, I've never read the uh, the comics, uh, the comic, yeah, the books.
1: Uh, so, I so. recently saw the table read of mm, Scott Pilgrim on the, uh, so good. the YouTube. It was so good. Yeah, everyone was there. It's, it's uh, it was just brilliant. Yeah, it was
0: yeah, well, almost. For Some wow. reason. Uh, so, it was really lasting, despite it was launching that. her own YouTube channel this week, uh, wasn't there and. and Couple of those, but yeah, there's so many of them were, including Chris Evans. He really rocked up, didn't he?
1: For a bit, and then I had to leave. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was great. That was great. And I say the books I really enjoyed as well.
1: So, is it very different from the film?
0: Um, the first, so six books, and the first for each X. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, apart from the seventh, um, <laughs> there are seven evil X's, right?
1: Yep. Okay, there are six books. Um, that's a <laughs> yeah, but the, that one of them are a pair of twins, though.
0: Uh, Sorry, are you counting twins as one person?
1: No, no, but they'll come as one book, right?
0: As a a twin, I'm not (laughs) happy about this. Um, Why why not, Simon? Oh,
2: sorry.
0: Uh, For the first first book or two, uh, maybe even the first three, uh, particularly the first two, though, are are very, very close to the film. Uh, And then it gets very different. But I think he was actually making the film whilst the books were being written um, with a lot of lot of uh, contributions from Brian Malley, who's the writer, but that, that's partly why they diverge and they get further and further apart. But yeah, the first book in particular, a lot of it is just directly taken from the page.
1: Hmm. Oh, cool! That film? Um, I'm, I'm not too sure whether this was mentioned before, Colin, because sometimes I don't pay attention to what you say. Of course. <laughs> uh, Luca Guadagnino, the director, call me by your name, and uh, has... star of the uh, Pixar film Luca. Yep, yeah. Yep. Nope, not him no, no. So many is,
0: Lukas this, this week
1: Is that really? Just two He's teaming <laughs> up with uh, Seth Rogen On yep. a movie on Scotty Bowles oh, no. Who is uh, a legend pimp to the stars In Hollywood's golden age My goodness uh-huh, I know right um, Ryan Murphy's uh, Netflix series Hollywood Is uh, inspired by him as well I have not heard much about him really I didn't know there was such a guy Scotty Bowles But he was a bisexual pimp And hustler to the stars Who came to Hollywood uh, fresh off the boat after serving as a US Marine in World War 2 um, he saw carnage in the war and said afterwards he just wanted to make people happy so there you go
0: <laughs> can't see me watching that but um, cool 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 yep.
1: yeah well uh, Luca Luca I'm going to like butcher his last name Guadagnino. Like, you know it's very different from Seth Rogen as well anyway um, two yeah, very different senses yeah interesting so, pairing
0: yeah, yeah there's been a lot of music biopics of late Obviously, with uh, with Rocket Man and Judy and things like, that. Um, I wasn't really expecting Vanilla Ice to be one of them, but Vanilla Ice is coming, uh, and Dave Franco is playing him. Uh, famous for hits like Ice Ice Baby, which is basically under pressure. She's under pressure, and nothing else that I'm aware of. But I'm sure uh, there's some some Ice Heads out there who will. Uh, is that what they call themselves? Oh, I just I just made that up, but maybe they are. I don't know. No. Uh, I'm sure there's, he's got a keen leisure months. I don't know whether this is going to be uh, an Eddie the Eagle type film where they're just taking a uh, uh, a guy who effectively a joke and made a made a I, I don't I don't think people take Vanilla Ice seriously.
1: Well, I would rather watch a Vanilla Ice biopic than a Boy George biopic.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: No, um, yeah, that's not by much though, but probably will.
0: <laughs> well, and Dave Franco, he he's he's been very good and stuff, and also I'm sure he's done a lot of rubbish as well. But I, I like Dave Franco.
1: Uh, We now have a director for the Grease prequel. The Grease prequel? The Grease prequel. I had no idea that was happening. I'm pretty sure you mentioned this before. Again,
0: I don't always listen to you, so this is uh, (laughs) is It's
1: called Summer Lovin'.
0: Oh, yeah, we did talk about this. We have talked about this, yes. Because that entire segment is already in the the Grease film, I remember. Uh,
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, the director is Brett Haley. I'm not sure you've heard of him Because I haven't since uh, uh, nope, nope His most recent film is All the Bright Places Starring Al Fanning and Justice Smith I
0: don't know anything you just said um, Yep just, <laughs> You know Justice, Justice Smith, Smith I feel like I've heard of
1: You know Justice Smith He was in Jurassic World 2 Yes he was And Detective was Pikachu I mean We <sighs> We don't need what? a Grease prequel. We, we want th- to know what happened to Danny and Sandy, Colin. I mean, the song they didn't tell us I know us what much. happened. The song tells us everything.
0: <laughs> he showed off. <laughs> splashing splashing around. around. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking down Brett Haley. I've never heard anything he's done. Yeah. There we go. Uh, this seems like a pointless film that no one needs. pre it. So there thinking. are so
1: many pointless films that no one needs, Colin. It's true. <laughs>
0: it's true. Um... Speaking of which, New Mutants is because uh, <laughs> uh, i nah. they've they've released the first two minutes online of New Mutants, Ooh. Um, which I have watched and, and it doesn't look too bad, you
1: know. Ha! Huh. I need to it, watch that.
0: Um, it's I, I I say we always say this, but the, half the X Men films are brilliant, half of them are rubbish. But, um, but the, they've, they've trod a very similar path. A lot of them apart from apart from Deadpool. Um, and, but this looks like it's doing something different. It's a shame that there's uh, no way that there are... I mean, surely we're not going to get a, a sequel or anything to this, we're not going to get a continuation of this, so it's, it's a one and done. But, uh, yeah, from, from the first two minutes ago, the, the cast are all doing the, like, the rounds of the internet, doing interviews and stuff. Um, they still theoretically are getting released on the August of 28th, I think it was.
1: So. What happens in Uh
0: So uh, there's, there's a dad and a daughter, I think it is, and they get... They, uh, uh, get scared and have to run out into the woods and as uh, various things explode and then she gets scared a bit more and uh dead body comes past I think, oh. so it's, it's all a bit unclear what's going on but, okay. um, <laughs> uh, I mean when I say it, honestly, it well, looks good, I had a very low bar but um, it, it, it makes you want to know what's happened, it makes you want to see what's going to happen next so that's what, what more can you ask for for the first two minutes of film
1: film Courtney Cox
0: Was that the answer to my question? No <laughs> Okay
1: Next video, news: Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox is returning to Scream Five. Five. Yeah, you see, wow. you just had to pad this out a little bit because I had no other news. are. <laughs>
0: Five. Yes, of course they did that. Um, scream Four that no one cared Watch. about, didn't they? Yeah.
1: Clearly, she's still alive. She wasn't even the main character in the first Scream.
0: Uh, no. Uh, so David Arquette, her ex-husband, is also coming back, I believe. Yeah. But what word on Nev Campbell? No idea So my, my my history with scream is i watched the first 10 minutes of the second one and uh, that's it <laughs> so uh, i'm not a big scream fan
1: but you're a big friends fan uh should yes. be supporting yeah, like all big,
0: big nev campbell fan but i'm still not going to be watching that oh. uh okay what else we got here disney plus uh, I'm still waiting for my checks from Disney Plus to, to come through. Um, I don't know
1: why you bought over that as well, Colin.
0: I well, we, we might find out a bit later. But uh, I um, Black Beauty, the latest adaptation of Black Beauty, is coming to Disney Plus. Which again, I don't think it was intended to uh, until COVID, because uh, it's already all in the can and it's ready to go. Uh, but it's coming to Disney Plus. It's Kate Winslet who's, I think, narrating Place the horse okay. or voicing the horse, maybe. Um, does the horse speak well I think um, I think it's uh, probably a voiceover as opposed to a talking horse okay so I've I read Black Beauty uh, I can't remember earlier this year I think it was uh, for the first time and I had not realised it was all in the first person voice of the horse um, and I think the adaptation looks like it's taken quite some liberties because it's all about this girl's relationship with the horse and there is no such character in the book it's just the horse goes around different places hmm. Um, and just a note to say that cinemas are open, Zijan. Cinemas are open, and not only are the cinemas open, but films are being released. Yes. Uh, including a new film from Russell Crowe called Unhinged. Um which of plus film you'll be watching. Uh, I don't think I will be watching. I saw the, the the Times gave it a very good view. It gave it four stars, and then I read another review somewhere else that hated it. Uh, but it's basically Russell Crowe on a murderous rampage. Okay. You're kind of the cup of tea which I, I can live without that. Well, it seems to be, um... Some woman cuts him off in traffic. No in fact no honks his horn at, um, at him in traffic because he doesn't move on from a red light. And he gets crossed and basically takes her phone and goes through her address book killing people. Ah. So it seems seems cheery. It's
1: just yeah. what we need. It is time and age, yep. Definitely.
0: Uh, that's all the news there is, and That's all the news there is. So we move <laughs> on to our next segment, season To see yep. or not to Z, where we talk about films we have already seen and tell you the list of whether you should see them or not, Zed them. Dijan, what have you, been, have you been watching Unhinged starring Russell Crowe?
1: Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> although I need to go back to the cinema though. It's been a while. Um, I have watched a film called This Is Where I Leave You on Netflix. Uh, yeah, that's
0: on my Netflix list, but I've not got around to it yet.
1: Yeah, have you heard of it? Uh, yes, yes. Good cast. I haven't uh, heard of it. Uh, so 2014 film starring Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Adam Driver, Jane Fonda, Rose Byrne. So as you said, very good cast. It's about four grown-up siblings who head back home to attend their father's funeral, um, and they had to sit Shiva for seven days, which is basically a mourning period in Judaism. And uh, drama ensues um, as a family. So, um so I obviously watched this film because uh, it was recommended to me by uh, Netflix probably because I've been watching a lot of uh, Tina Fey films recently (laughs) so this came up uh, right up Um, and as you say it's a very very good cast uh, but unfortunately I don't think the cast uh, could make this film a good film Um, oh okay yeah it's just um, like this kind of film it has it's quite dramatic uh, as you can imagine so in this case um, I'm not going to spoil a lot but Jason Bateman found his wife has cheated on him with his boss. Um, also, his brother's wife was his ex girlfriend, and they are now trying to conceive. So drama. Okay. Uh, Tina Fey reconnected with a long lost neighbor, uh, neighbor who they used to date before he had a brain accident. So more drama. It, like the thing is, it's just it just felt very empty. Like okay. you know, it's like a meal that it doesn't fill you up. You just watch it, and it's like it's not really satisfactory. And I think there's there just isn't a lot of substance and. A lot of the revelations, and there are quite a few revelations. They feel very forced, and all. Right, nice. okay. So it just, uh, yeah, I just, I just plotted through it, um, because I like the cast, and unfortunately, it's just, the film is not as good as the cast.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, bother them. Yeah. Fine. There you go. Uh, I've been watching a few things. So one of them is uh, in the loop. So Armando YouTube film, I've been I've been getting into the thick of it uh, of late, which I may have mentioned before, uh, which is a political comedy series from about 15 years ago, I think it started, where um, Peter Capaldi sprung into the public consciousness again, um, playing Malcolm Tucker, who's this kind of foul-mouthed uh, communications guy. He's kind of a bit like Alistair Campbell, um, in, uh, if you're familiar with uh, 90s and 90s British politics. I uh, I watched a little bit, like I seen or something years ago, and just thought, oh, it's just a guy swearing a lot. I don't find that funny, <laughs> and uh, and therefore I uh, put it to one side. Uh, but going back to it, it's a lot cleverer than I thought it was going to be. Actually, it's, it's I mean there is a hell of a lot of swearing, um, and some like it's spe- because I, I I don't mind it. I just don't, I just don't find it funny. But uh, it's uh, it's very clever political drama. I think it, it owes a lot to Yes Minister, which is uh, from about twenty years before, which mm-hmm. is uh, also very good. Uh, anyway, so In the Loop is it's a spin-off film, albeit uh, only Malcolm Tucker is, is the only character who's held over, I think, uh, although a lot of the actors from the series are in it as well, just playing different characters, uh, and it starts Tom but uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 a lot of fun, it's it's, it's kind of you know, savage political satire, they go to America, so you get a bit of American political satire as well. Okay, uh, um, He's the same guy who did Veep, which I've also just started watching, um, so a bit of an Armando Iannucci uh, run at the moment, but... Uh, Yes, it's weird if you like me. You're also watching Doctor Who because you get to see Peter Capaldi doing two very different uh, iterations. Uh, so yeah, I'd say that's worth a watch if you like that kind of thing. Um, I've also, Zijan, and this will uh, excite you. Uh, watched my neighbor Totoro. Oh, that
1: does excite me. I did first not like it. Ghibli film. You did not like it. No. I
0: did not like it. It's my first Studio Ghibli film, um, and I, I kind of I really wanted to like it. I've, I know I know people love Studio Ghibli. Um, I st- I'm still don't know if it's Ghibli or Ghibli, but anyway, let's go Ghibli and see what happens. Uh, and I think it looks beautiful. I mean, the first scene, I was like, oh, "This is a this is a beautiful animation." Yep. Uh, but no, I just didn't. I really didn't want to. I started off watching with the dub, and then uh-huh. switched switched to subtitles after about twenty minutes or so. Oh, probably.
1: subtitles are the best.
0: Yeah, the su- and it was definitely better with subtitles because I I think just the pacing seemed really weird with the yeah. dub. Yes, just, definitely. Because uh, you'd have the line, and then you'd have a gap, and Um I think I wasn't expect. I mean, I knew that this Totoro guy was kind of this mystical creature, but there was possibly too much mysticism. Oh. Um, and I think as soon as the, the, these little was it um, coal mites or, or soot mites or something, yeah, yeah, and I, was, and I was like, "What on earth is going on here?" <laughs> and then by the time there was this huge cat that was a bus, I was like, I was like "Yeah, a cat bus." I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, so it's an hour and twenty six. It felt much longer to me. Oh, okay, um, I didn't. It's all right. I, I just didn't want it. So, um, so, CZ, you're a fan of Studio Ghibli. Should if I didn't like this, will I will I not like any of them, or should I try another one?
1: I think yeah. The thing with my neighbor Totoro is like the introduction to Studio Ghibli is the most accessible. So if you oh, didn't really? like it, okay. it's probably not for you.
0: Oh uh, well, never mind. Though.
1: Yeah. Oh well.
0: Uh, so I, I can't tell you not to watch it because I think I know I know some of you all love it and and I can yeah I can see great things about well i say mostly how it looks is, is great but yeah. um uh but yeah watch they're all on netflix now so watch one and uh and see how you feel and if you don't like it you're in good company because i don't either <laughs> <laughs> uh um, oh well i try it yeah no i appreciate it yeah. um we move on then to our main segment it's pixar part two it's two to monster university uh it's post disney the, the the mouse had landed and uh, scooped up all the Pixar animators, and set them off to making films about rats. Um, and Zijian, I'm expecting you to do most of the heavy lifting, if I'm honest.
1: Yep, yep, no problem here. To be fair, though, rats and mice are quite different creatures.
0: They're not that different.
1: They are quite different. But well, anyway... Well, if you had to pick a creature that was most similar to a rat, but wasn't a rat... Would you keep a rat as a pet or a mouse as a pet? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do of those things. But anyway, uh, Ratatouille is directed by Brad Bird, who last did The Incredibles, which you love. Oh, good um, film. Yeah. So good. Ratatouille came out in 2007. It won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature and was nominated for four more, including Best Original Screenplay, which is uh, pretty good for an animated film. Cool. Um, it's about a rat who is interested in cooking. Uh yeah, and pre- that's pretty much it, you know, like, sure. he, he works, um, so he, what well, he works, he works. He has a, he's a good palate. He, uh, went, he goes to a restaurant, um, there's this young, uh, sh- well, not a chef, but one of the cleaning guys who, um, ruined one of the soups, and then, um, he fixed it. He re- then, uh, this guy, Linguini, uh, discovers that, uh, there's a, a rat, well, I can't remember what his name is now, um, uh, ratty? It's not ratty <laughs> it was definitely not ratty But he can actually cook uh, And then he apparently could control his hands by moving his hair I'm we pretty sure does not really <laughs> happen in real life But <laughs> there you go It seem,
0: seems unlikely doesn't it? But I guess it's a bit like um, directing a horse
1: A little bit yeah yeah, uh, Remy
0: probably, Remy is the
1: Remy rat. the mouse yeah yeah. so he basically sorry, hides did you,
0: under sorry did you say the mouse the rat I think I, think I find that rats and, rats and mice are very different creatures
1: <laughs> so. so Remy hides under uh, the chef's hat and starts cooking and that's it really um, this film uh, has a lot of charm it really does uh, have you seen this Colin by the way uh,
0: yes a long time ago
1: hmm. a, lot, a lot of charm um, and it's if you like food if you like uh look and a lot of people do like watching a lot of cooking shows as well, to be fair. I do in my free time nowadays. Uh <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't remember loving it. I thought I thought it was,
0: it was alright. Um It's one of those films you think this must have been pitched during some sort of really weird pitch meeting. It's like, like what about a rat that makes ratatouille? <laughs> <laughs> Fine, good, let's do it. That's
1: pretty much it, right? <laughs> he did make ratatouille in the end.
0: Any, okay, yeah, um, and uh, he's voiced by Patton Oswalt. I read. Yes, he, which, he does quite a lot of improvising. I wonder if there was improvising in this.
1: Whether he, oh. he but there. yeah, I I do agree. It's not one of uh, Pixar's best films, um, and it's not one of his their most memorable films. But it's not a bad film by no, any
0: No, means. it's fine. It's um, fine. It was, when was um, When was Flushed Away? This feels like it was a around <laughs> the same time. It's just like everyone's <laughs> making rat films. <laughs> you mean two? I mean, yeah, just two. I mean, (laughs) you can't count Stuart Little because it's a mouse. Yeah, they're very similar. Are there any other rat films out there? I guess the any Wind in the Willows adaptation.
1: Mm. Yeah, probably not out there. But yeah, Flush Away definitely wasn't as popular as this um, if it came out at the same time. Was that DreamWorks? It was DreamWorks, and it was Hugh Jackman who plays the. oh was it? the main the protagonist's uh,
0: voice. So, we should do a DreamWorks episode one of these days and it'll just be a list of films that were quite similar to but not as good as the films.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that tends to be the, the DreamWorks motto. Or just Shrek sequels. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on from to in 2008, so a lot of these films come out one after the other, it's Wally mm. which is a very, very good film. At least the first half of it is extremely good. Yeah. Um, so, Wally is noted for there not being any voices in the first half of the film mm. because it depicts uh, a robot uh, called Wally, uh, which is shot for Waste Allocation Load Lifter Earth Class. I'm not too sure how long it took to come up with that name. Yeah, uh, I
0: was, was going to ask you, I was going to try and test you there, but you're way ahead of me. Good work. Yeah. And e- the,
1: Eva? EVE? EVE. Uh, EVE.
0: It's definitely EVE. EVE, which stands for... Anything? I don't know. Yeah, it does stand
1: something, but I didn't put it out in my spreadsheet, but Oh uh, disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so um this is set in the future where Earth is definitely very polluted, um and there are no humans left on Earth. They've pretty much migrated or mm. left uh, in spaceships apparently.
0: It's, it's set in twenty twenty
1: one. Yeah, one can only hope. Um <laughs> basically the whole earth is polluted and it's covered in garbage and uh, Wally is the last remaining robot left to compact all the garbage,
0: and yeah, that's yeah. Really. I I love the first half. Yeah, everyone um, like, the first half uh, of Wally. Yeah, I, I I'd say this is up there with the best that Pixar's ever done. Uh, the second half less so. I think when, when it suffers when they bring the humans. Up. I don't know. Yeah, they got these kind of all the humans have come absurdly obese, haven't they? And they can barely move. And um, but it's just not as interesting as as and or as touching as the kind of the the Wally Eve dynamic no. I would have happily watched the whole film of that
1: De- definitely mm. not I-, I didn't like that they had to put an, a proper antagonist in the film as well oh, I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten that to be honest
0: mm.
1: yeah that's the thing he wasn't uh, she wasn't that memorable she was mm. the, the, the the robot controlling the ship um, so basically halfway through the film I um, uh, Eve was supposed to go on Earth to find living life, right? Plant life. So he, right. she found a plant oh, yes, and yes, she yes. brought it up to the spaceship. Uh, but um, And because for once they found um, plant life, then the spaceship is supposed to head back to Earth so to be recolonized because now right. apparently okay. the, the Earth is now habitable again. But the main robot who's in the ship who controls the navigation and all that has another counter protocol who is supposed which overrides that saying that Ultimately, we're not supposed to recolonize it. This is it. Okay. So she t- they tried to destroy the evidence, then destroy the ship, uh, oh. destroy oh. the plants, remember? Yeah. Uh, I didn't remember a lot of this. <laughs> I did no, most I, I, you
0: know. I said, I remember almost nothing of what you just... I, I said, I remember the first half and then seeing some fat people.
1: The, the ending was really good, though, where um, obviously there's going to be a lot of spoilers when we talk about all these films that yes, come out, yeah. like, ages ago, 12, 12 years ago, to be exact. But at the end, I, I quite like the end where, you know... Um, Wally lost his memory and then Eve had to reject it a little bit. Not sure how the physics work on that but <laughs> uh, she did it by leaning and touching her head to that. I thought that was quite sweet. But I, I do agree with you the first half was brilliant. I think uh, it's quite brave to come up with a film with no dialogue at all whatsoever in the first half an hour or so. Mm. Um, and a lot of Hello Dolly references. Don't uh, um, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just triggering uh, basically triggering a memory here. Uh, but goes. yeah, Great, great and first it, half. Not that great second half. Uh,
0: but they didn't learn the lesson because then they made a film that's got a great first five minutes mm-hmm. and uh, and a less good rest of the film. Uh, with
1: up. So uh, this is something cool about up that I didn't realize. But I was like uh, when I was going through the Wikipedia page again, its opening sequence has its own Wikipedia page. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that. Okay.
1: <laughs> the first five minutes. So uh, everyone who talks about up and who loves up loves the first five minutes of up.
0: Mm. So, for those who haven't seen it, uh, and you really should, it charts the uh, the uh, lifelong relationship between uh, a guy and a girl. Um, the names of both of whom escape me. Um and, and Ellie. Thank you. And uh, and she uh, gets ill and dies, and he's left by himself. And you kind of get this you know, very emotional uh, walk through their life, and and yeah, they could never have kids, and um, they never got to go on all the adventures that uh, they hoped to. Or did they, Azijan? did they get one the truest adventure of all love
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the, the message of the film is all about that was no? the message of the film <laughs> I, 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 I got
0: it I got the message I understood it. Um, um, yeah no I, I'm finished it's not the first five minutes is by far the best but there's some good stuff there so the kid rocks up uh, they tie some balloons to the house and fly away there's a cool dog called I want to say Skip
1: I'm pretty sure
0: it's Doug. Doug, <laughs> yes. I oh, should have been able to get that. Uh, but yeah, no, again, I think the the antagonist is is part of the issue because Christopher Plummer, wasn't it? Um, yes, playing this uh, buddy, and and it's, it's his uh, anthropomorphic dogs that really bug me.
1: I, I always say <laughs> you this, really do not like that. I about...
0: don't like those dogs. I mean, it's not flying planes.
1: Yeah, wait till we get to cars too. Uh... <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, no. i it
0: just struck me that it's a rather amusing pun on dogfight, um, which is what they used to call plane fights, didn't they? Oh.
1: Okay. No, I, I think it's one of those films again that um, Pixar thinks that it needs a proper antagonist. Uh, I have no idea why he needs an antagonist for that. Um, and it's a very, it's a very bizarre motif. Because uh, I was just going through again the Wikipedia page because I can't remember why the antagonist was there in no, the first I can, place. If
0: I'm guessing, I would say, and I guess, I've seen this film at least twice. Um, if I were guessing, I would say it's because uh, he has got, he wants to take the land for for development, I don't know.
1: No, he because the antagonist was the adventurer that um, both uh, Kyle and Ellie were, you know, were keen on and following their his adventures on. It's basically, okay. but the thing is, he was made fun of because he went on this this adventure and couldn't find this bird. This oh, he, yes. he told people that they could find this uh, this this bird, and he was made fun of, and he stayed there for a while to find this. <laughs> this I'm gonna say this bird, this mythical bird, hmm. for a while, and then obviously Carl uh, and um, the little boy I can't remember his name found this bird, and then they serve as antagonists because he thought that they were trying to get. His glory so yeah because it
0: uh, it's, it's in fairness some of the most rich and famous people in the world are people who discover new birds um, that is true Who can forget michael toucan discoverer <laughs> of the toucan
1: uh, yeah so he just came right out of left field so it's uh, I, I, I didn't like the film because of that. I think the first five minutes is brilliant. And the score is brilliant as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Especially the first five minutes. <laughs> the score for first five. It won um, original score in the Academy Awards. And mm. it also, this was one of, the first, uh, one of the few animated films that was um, nominated for Best Picture. Not this, Best Animated the, Picture.
0: Yeah, this is when they, they... Well, they'd expanded the list, hadn't they? So there's a yes. few more films on this. Um because up in the air was also nominated. I just might be very confused aren't like
1: you. Mm. <laughs> I remember going to a quiz with you, Colin, in, back in Bristol. Uh, All right. Uh, and okay. the last and the last round. Well, we won the round in general, but to win, um, to to win the prize money, you would, uh, one of us was supposed to go up to answer the question about films. Yep. yep. And the film question that came out was: Which three animated films were nominated for best picture? And I got them all wrong. Yeah, you got them <laughs>
0: all wrong. Yeah, no, I, I was feeling pretty good when I went, because I, I think I went up and then it's like it's a film's question. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm pretty, pretty good. And then it's like, it's about animated films. I'm like, oh, great. No, this, is, <laughs> this is not come well for me. Uh, no, I can't remember what I said. I think I said one of the Toy Stories was the wrong one. And uh, uh, you said The Lion King. Oh, The Lion King.
1: You said The Lion King. And you said uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Snow White, and you said Cinderella. Did I? Well you've yeah. got a good memory. Well
2: wow. Of course I did.
1: <laughs> not bad not you, you bad. Not bad shots, as... I think. Not bad charts. Like how much but... money? Forty quid, maybe? I'm not too sure. Who knows?
0: It's almost as much money as I lost on the FA Cup final uh, today's season <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So up is one of those what uh, one of the three answers there, really.
0: I still can tell you. I and mean, Toy Story Three I know is one, but uh,
1: Yeah. Then Beauty and the Beast, that's the first one. Maybe. All right. Yep. Speaking uh, of Toy
0: Story Three. Yeah, let's speak about it it's just, uh, what, what year was this Sujan 2010 2010 uh, the boys are back Woody Buzz Slinky Slinky
1: is he called Slinky yeah Slinky Dog
0: uh, let's see if I can do this uh, Rex Rex uh, Ham yep that's correct uh, Bo Peep
1: no uh, Bo Peep disappeared in Toy Story 3 that's why she made an appearance back again in ah, Toy Story
0: 4 okay okay yeah uh the little weird alien things they're probably back <laughs> mr potato head mrs potato head
1: yep they're definitely back
0: uh and they're joined by lots of hugging bear um and ken and others and others yep, nailed it absolutely nailed it
1: that's pretty much it uh toy story 3 directed by lee anchorage who didn't do any of the directing for the previous two films as, I, uh, as we were discussing, this uh, was nominated for Best Picture as well. Probably more well-deserved than Up, I have to say, to be honest, uh, in terms of the film quality. Um, in this case, round uh, Andy has grown up, is uh, going to college, and the toys are now in a box. Um, and they basically got lost and put into a nursery. They always get lost, for some reason, toys. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I guess that's the narrative. Yeah, yeah.
1: they got got put into a nursery and then they thought that Andy has grown up and forgotten all about them um, in the nursery it's run by Lotso Hugsbear uh, other name called Lotso who runs it like a prison um, yeah it's, it's
0: basically a prison escape film isn't it Toy Story it 3 is. almost
1: yep. to it and yeah for me uh, as you well know this is the best Toy Story film This for you Colin this is your third favourite Toy Story film after yes, Toy
0: Story Hogan. Four and Toy Story One, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do remember the antagonist in this one being lots of. Turns out, lots of hugging is not the nice uh, bear everyone thought he was, uh, and he ends up being tied to the front of a of a rubbish truck. Oh yeah, he did. He? Um, which always struck me as a bad moral for kids watching this film. It's like if you're the bad guy, you deserve. Terrible things happen. I, I, I prefer a kid's film where the bad guy sees the error of his ways and gets uh, mm-hmm. redemption and all this. Uh, well, which I is think... kind of just Well, I guess Sid didn't. And did fact... Maybe it's the same thing that happens in every Toy Story because what was The, yes. the Prospector guy. He, Prospector I don't to Pete.
1: In. Yeah, he was sent to stay with a little girl. That's not too bad, I suppose. That's not, Well, the thing is he wanted to be valued for his quality, right? That's the thing. Mm. Like, Prospector Pete wants to be collected. With a did he enjoy
0: girl. that? Being... Did you have a good no. time with with the girl? No? No, oh, not maybe, that. I was a way I Maybe off screen. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems to be a re- recurring theme. Uh, th- this one, I don't know, probably I thought it got a bit over dramatic because they were all in a furnace at one point, weren't they? And kind
1: they of, were, yeah. They were almost going to die. I
0: felt a bit over the top.
1: Uh, well, to be, yeah, that, that probably is over the top, but it's not like Toy Story is very good with subtlety anyway. I, um,
0: I, I come to Toy Story for its uh, ultra realism. <laughs> Do you? I read, read a thing saying that Toy Story was a pun on Toy Store.
1: Didn't? Is that what? true? Do you think that's true? No, it can't be, right? Surely. I didn't? I never thought it was. But uh, it, it works, kinda.
0: It, yeah, I mean, but it feels like it has to be pointed out to you before you notice it. It's, I don't. Yeah, if it is a pun, it's not a very good pun.
1: No, definitely not. Um, I. If like you're,
0: the... if you're listening brad bird um not brad bird it's not brad old, bird it? it's lee and if you're listening brad bird could you go could you ask <laughs> lee Andrich, um whether toy Story, in fairness he did the first one they're, they're more likely to know joss whedon he was involved in writing that wasn't rashida jones involved in writing these things as well
1: uh, hmm. why are you just coming out random names
0: now anyone from pixar let us know is it
1: a, is it a pun on toy Story? <laughs> um. Yeah, but I do like the ending of Toy Story three a lot. It's probably my favorite, and I always uh, I'm always adamant with the view that it should always end on this uh, with this film. Fair enough. Uh,
0: and this was obviously, obviously, Toy Story two was the first uh, Pixar sequel. But this was, was this the second Pixar sequel? I don't...
1: This uh, I
0: don't yeah. think I don't think they done any other sequels before no, non Toy Story had they?
1: No, that's it. you you're correct.
0: And someone in Pixar was counting the money and thought, hey, you know what works?
1: Sequels. <laughs> um, and that was not, that's going to be a theme for Pixar for a long, long time.
0: It was, was not it? Um, so we come on to the only one of these that I definitively have not seen. Um, and indeed, I've never seen Cars, and I've never seen Cars 2, or Planes, or Planes 2, or car, is Cars, is there Cars 3?
1: I'm pretty sure Planes and Planes 2 are not part of Pixar. But they're not. No, I don't think so
0: I'm mean, i confused I thought they are just I mean, they're definitely Disney
1: Yeah, they're definitely not Pixar But Cars too, I've not seen either And it's probably the only Pixar film I've never seen
0: Oh yeah, Disney Toon Studios What else is Disney Toon Studios?
1: There you go Like basically Disney seeing that Cars is making a lot of money for them I'm pretty sure it's a lot to do with merchandising because they can sell all the, the little toy cars to kids. That's,
0: oh, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's how it works. And then, oh, why not do it with planes as well? But
0: how how embarrassed would you be if you were worked for Disney Toon Studios? I mean, people are like, oh, are you working over at Disney? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what you you even doing? What the Pixar or or are you working on like the the live action stuff? It was like, no, no, I'm at Disney Toon Studios <laughs> who who have made forty seven feature films. There you go. Include, but starting with, um, and I don't think you'll have... I know you're a fan of Disney and of animation, but have you seen 1990s Duck tales the movie, colon Treasure of the Lost Lamp?
1: That's on everyone's list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or indeed, uh, their final film. They stopped, they stopped making films in 2015. Um, Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast.
1: That's a classic.
0: Disney Studios seems to be where you go for... Um, for your director videos back in the day. Let's see. I'm just looking at this list now. Um, I have seen Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Uh-huh. You've, have you seen a goofy movie? You strike me as someone who might have seen a goofy movie. I've seen a
1: goofy movie. There you
0: it's go. a great film. Uh, basically, they seem to be mostly sequels and spin-offs. looking down this list. Did you ever watch 101 Dimensions 2, Colon Patches, London Adventure? Hey,
1: nope. Are these all direct-to-video films? Uh
0: Not all of them. So uh, The Jungle Book 2 apparently went to cinemas. Return to Neverland. Apparently went to cinemas. <laughs> uh, a Goofy movie. Apparently, Pooh's Heffalump movie. I do remember that coming up. But yeah, they're, they're mostly uh, they're mostly director video. Um, you know, I, I think I I had a friend whose whose daughter was really into Tinkerbell, which really baffled me at the time because I was like, who's I didn't I didn't know that was something that anyone was into. But uh, she's a fairy, Colin. She she she's a fairy, and and of course I believe in fairies. Um, but I didn't realize that there were four Tinkerbell movies. Which so is <laughs> <laughs> very popular. So what, what an idiot I was. Tarzan 2, Mulan 2, Bambi 2, Brother Bear 2, The Fox and the Hound 2. What a golden era of films this was.
1: And that's why we never discuss it. End of no story. <laughs> it doesn't exist. No one knows this.
0: Kronk's New Groove, which you, uh, which you haven't watched. No. No. Um, One of these days, Zijan, we should do a a Disney Toon Studios episode. Back to Cars 2. Alright. right. I'm enjoying this. Okay, fine.
1: (laughs) This marks the first Pixar film not nominated for an Oscar. Really? Also the first Pixar film not nominated for Best Animated Feature since 2001.
0: What a kick in the teeth. So
1: there you go about how, how poorly received this film was Cars 2. Um, they do have a huge uh, voice cast um. in this film. Um, apparently, race car lightning McQueen and tow truck Matter head to Japan and Europe to compete in the World Grand Prix. Um, yeah, I've not seen it, so I can't really comment much about it. But uh, the lack of awards speaks for itself, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not. Um, it's not got great reviews, is it? and, and it, I say it uh, as you say. It's mostly, um, mostly for selling. Selling stuff to kids. Kids like cars. That's uh, I don't know much about kids, but I know they like cars.
1: Kids like cars with eyes on them.
0: Uh, yes. Now I, I I've never seen, I say, the, the original cars either, so I have no uh, no nothing to comment on. Other than I've seen that amusing scene where they're at a drive-in watching versions of all the other Pixar films or a number of other Pixar films, but uh, with everyone played by cars. That's pretty good. <laughs> So check that one out on your um
1: on, on a flight maybe on uh, your fl- moving,
0: moving on on your disney have- plus i wonder if disney plus has all the disney tune studios film. <laughs> maybe i'll I be able you- to watch lilo and stitch too stitch has a glitch
1: <laughs> you know right this will come out as a pointless uh question eventually
0: yes yeah i finally get onto pointless i can wow them with my disney tune studio you should yeah. take
1: me onto pointless colin i sure I've only I'll...
0: applied twice with Dave and with Simon and I, I didn't even get to audition either time. So um,
1: I think you know where the issue is, right? We're too good? I'm not there.
0: That's it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's 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 try again.
1: <laughs> um so twenty twelve,
0: uh An extremely Pixar. goofy movie. That's even goofier than a goofy movie. I'll stop now. Carry on. Twenty twelve.
1: Twenty twelve, we have Brave, which I think is the only Pixar film which has a Disney princess in it.
0: Let me wow you, Zijan, Mm -hmm. um, with the fact that this is the research I did this week. I watched Brave this week. Uh Uh, I'd never seen it. I have Disney Plus. I thought, well, I should I should put some effort in. I'm not watching Cars two, so uh, let's do it. It, uh, Disney Princess. Yes, there was some controversy, wasn't there? When uh, because Merida, they they made her all um, Uh, Scottish. No, <laughs> when they were, when they, when they, so this is again, this is as baffling to me as the Tinkerbell series. But um, I, I had assumed that a Disney princess was was a princess that was in a Disney movie, and that was it. But apparently, there's a whole thing about being inducted into the Disney princesses, and blah blah. blah.
1: Yeah, well, it doesn't really count. A lot of princesses are not technically princesses either. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll name a few: Mulan. It. Is a Disney princess? Who is definitely not a princess. Was she not a princess? Um, Fine, okay. Nope, she's just the daughter of a commoner who uh, had to represent oh, her I father. Kind of, I to kind serve. of assume
0: she was daughter of a king, right? No, good to know.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure Pocahontas is not a Disney princess. Although she's a uh, daughter of a chieftain. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Belle is definitely not a princess.
0: Anyway, uh, baffling. But uh, anyway, there was some controversy because they made her eyes bigger and waist thinner and all, basically made her look more like a, a stereotypical uh, princess, uh, and indeed such outrage that they reversed the decision oh. um, when they indoxed her into whatever this thing was. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I interrupted you One, you were going to tell, outline the stories, I'm sure. Uh, well,
1: so it's about Merida, who is the daughter of a, is it a clan, what a clan, clan chief I guess probably a clan yeah. chief yeah basically um, Her mum got turned into a bear
0: Yeah so That's the story really Here you go so I, I, I'd seen the trailer uh, before So I, I thought I knew the story of Brave It was a girl who um, She was being promised in marriage to the person, the best archer And uh, she made a stand for feminism By, by competing alongside these men That's um, not the story of Brave It's not the story of Brave <laughs> at all That's the story in the trailers uh, the trailers uh, do not say anything about the fact that she turns her mum into a bear, <laughs> and that's the entire plot.
1: I think that's um, how trailers should be, though, not reveal the plot of the film.
0: Yeah, it, it, it struck me that they were a little uh, scared that I might be off. maybe. Well, the the trailer does include so her, her three young brothers, um, who are triplets, I think, all get cubs. turned into bear cubs, and the bear cubs do appear in the trailer, so I think if you really cared, you could have worked out that the, the triplets you see are probably the, probably turned to bears, I really liked this. I thought this was a really good film, actually.
1: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm quite um, glad you did.
0: Yeah. No, I had a great time. Uh, I think the voice cast was very good. I like the fact they used mostly Scottish actors f- for the Scots for the Scottish uh, characters. Uh, I discovered, as you almost certainly know, but I didn't, that um, Reese Witherspoon was lined up to play uh, uh, Merida. I um, didn't know that. No, she surprisingly was, and it was only fairly late on she dropped out, and they said it was to do with. Um, other commitments, but she later revealed because she couldn't do she couldn't master a Scottish accent despite all her, her efforts. So it's um, I can't remember the name of the actress now, Cara McDonald Kelly McDonald, um, who was also I think in Train Spotting and various, and is, is always very good. I think Emma Thompson is the only uh, one of the main ones who's, who's not Scottish, but she she does a very good Scottish accent, and Billy Connolly. This actually, well, I as I watched it this week after having watched um, uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Oh. and it struck me there's there's quite a lot of similarities in the in the concept where it's basically um it's all about the daughter and kind of engaging in, in kind of various mystical things has a a large creature companion is worried about her her mother there's all these kind of similarities but um weirdly all the the mystical stuff in this one all the kind of the wizardry and witchcraft and all this didn't put me off at all oh. so i' don't, i don't know why it, i was so against it in in my neighbortatataro maybe because there's the bear so actually random. does something, in this one, as opposed by just standing at a bus stop once. Um,
1: <laughs> it's a car. It's a cat
0: bus, Colin. It is a cat bus. What else it gets, does it need
1: to do? It's a cat bus.
0: <laughs> it gets on a bus, and someone bounces on it. And anyway, uh, this is this was fun. I don't I don't think it's up there with the best of the Pixar's ever done, but I thought it was a good fun time, and I oh. definitely recommend it to anyone who. Yeah,
1: and this is the only Disney Princess film by Pixar, I think. So. Interesting,
0: and uh, and they're only, yes, I did read it was their only fairy tale, so I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and the last film we're going to discuss today is Monsters University.
0: They're back, it's the first, I'm going to say the only (laughs) Pixar prequel. Um, It is the
1: only Pixar prequel. Uh, This talks about the friendship between, um, well, the, the growing of the friendship between James Sullivan and Mike Wazowski where we see in the, in the original Monsters,
0: Inc. you you got a Policeman after you, Zia.
1: Uh It's quite close by, yes. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so, so Monsters, Inc. is is, is a great one. Um, and, yeah, it was interesting their choice to go back to the university days rather than uh, rather than a, uh, a sequel. I guess maybe they just thought that everything had been tied up with a bow so there was nothing more to do in in the future.
1: It or... did, though, because they destroyed all the doors in the Yeah, in it's Monsters, kind of hard Inc. to work
0: off that. oh um, yeah, I, I don't know this. This one, I don't. I don't remember that much about it, which is not a good sign, really.
1: No, it's a uh, it's a very funny thing. So as you can expect, so Mike Wazowski and James. So James uh, Sully is the jock monster. John Goodman and,
0: voicing. Uh, yeah,
1: James Sully? and Mike is the nerd monster. Billy Crystal. Yep. So, yeah, so they're both not good friends. So basically, this is how they've come to work together. They join. They go into a fraternity. Uh, Sully went into Mike's fraternity for the losers and there's a fraternity battle. Um it's not memorable by no. any means necessarily. Like the first film was really, really good. Um it was very touching as well. This film doesn't have that. Um Do
0: you know, it's like like Toy Story Three took on the tropes of a prison break film. This is obviously taking on the tropes of a of a standard collegiate. Uh, yeah. Uh, film and uh, with all its rites of passage and yes. uh, French it's breaking up and all this stuff and uh, it's I mean it's so weird if you went to a like we did to a, a British university because the whole concept of frats doesn't doesn't exist over here
1: um, I was so looking forward to it Colin I oh. so disappointed I'm I was just, like I'm oh sorry. what Greek letters will I be <laughs> yeah
0: and um I don't know how true it is in American universities, whether it's quite as as, as I'm, I'm sure it's not quite as delineated in terms of this. But I've watched I've watched quite a few films that have American frats or, or sororities, uh, and it just seems so weird. I don't I still don't really understand how they work because uh, they're weird
1: concept, isn't it? For me yeah,
0: because like? they they all live together.
1: Yes, cool. they're basically roommates.
0: I've seen The House Bunny. Um,
1: <laughs> I've seen The House Bunny too. That's with uh, Colin Hanks. Yes. Yes, I've got a
0: Um I'm sure I've seen others, but the House Bunny is the only one that's stringing to mind
1: <laughs> Anna Ferris and Emma Stone being not. Pretty. Emma Stone
0: might be why I watched it. Yeah. 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 Emma Stone being because uh, they have the loser sorority and then they become the cool sorority or something. There's probably sororities in uh, Pitch Perfect, which we'll come on to uh, in the quiz. Yeah, so, so let's let's so looking back at this list, so um this is so this is when Disney had bought them um, how, how would you judge this run of, of what seven uh, I, Pixar films
1: I feel like it started off very well with a lot of original stuff and then that's when the sequels came about mm. so mm. like the last three you see Cars 2 and then you see Monsters University um, and then going moving forward there will be quite a lot more sequels after that I mean I think like films like Up and Toy Story 3 they, they got nominated for best pictures in Academy mode, yeah. one could argue that this is the peak of Pixar's films, really, because um, that's, that's that's the kind of acknowledgement you want to get, right? But, it yeah, it went downhill from there. And after this, when we move on to the next section, probably 100 episodes after this, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are quite a few duds as well. It's probably one of the worst Pixar films that's coming out. It's not even cast to... Is that Dinosaur one? It's not happened yet. The Good Dinosaur, yes. That's the one. Yeah, I,
0: I, I didn't even know that existed until, uh, until
1: a year or two ago but, many people don't, good point Miss yeah. answer again
0: yeah looking at this I uh, so say WALL-E, Up, Toy Story 3 uh, Brave, I, I think all good films but not great films, I know you disagree with me on Toy Story 3 yeah. uh, and and WALL-E I think is probably the best of those for me um, but yes it's, at the moment I think at uh, this time a new Pixar film was still fairly exciting Yes, uh, for people I think maybe that's not quite I, don't, I think we're almost switch right to Inside Out that I was a big out. big lump big jump for them back to back to Quattles but I do wonder how much damage they did to themselves with these Cars films because they made a lot of money and they made, they sold a hell of a lot of toys but it ruined the whole
1: Pixar magic kind of mystique
0: yeah yes yeah well, join us in, uh, yes, yeah, so 100 episodes time for the next uh, <laughs> five our films. Um, and we will move on to Actor Factor, which is the segment where we talk about the films of particular an Actor. Uh, and in this case, it's Chris Messina, who is uh, not as A-list as some of the ones we do, but uh, does a lot of different films. Uh, tell you a funny fact, Susan. Yep. Uh, my brother, Simon, you know, uh, texted me this week, ah. um, having not yet listened to our last episode. Of course. A bit behind the times, but there you go. Uh, saying, you know who you should do with factor Christmasina. So uh, there you go. Um, I said, well, we are. Nice. So, so he was pleased. Oh, this uh, is how twins think, right? This is how twins think it is. Um, I have seen 11 and a half. Uh, That's Christmas quite impressive. <France>. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen three. So three. you can start. I did wonder whether you would have seen many of these. Um, let, uh, let me see if I can guess the three you've seen. I, oh, well, you've seen Birds of Prey. there an episode on it. Yep. Uh, you must have seen You've Got Mail. I've not seen you. No, oh, you've seen oh. Mail Uh Argo? You must have seen Argo. I've not seen Argo. Actually, no, we've had this conversation before. We've yes. told you to watch Argo.
1: It's basically part of my castaway list. <laughs> yes. What's <laughs> castaway? Uh,
0: fine. I, 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 uh, I got one out of three on those guesses. That's not very good, is it? Um, so You've Got Mail is the first film of his I've seen. He's got very, very small parties in one scene. Um, where someone asks for a book and he doesn't know where it is. <laughs> uh, he uh, sorry, it's rather the film you've got mail. I really enjoyed actually. It's uh, reuniting Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, uh, famously Steve together in *Stim Seattle also together in, uh, in *Joe Vostok Volca- Vos yeah, also together in *Joe vs the, the Volcano*. Um, and in a film called *Attica*, many many years later that Meg Ryan directed and no one saw. Um, I think it's called *Attica*. It's uh, I think it's charming. I think I watched it again a few years ago, and it's it's a lot less subtle than I thought. There's a lot of kind of big musical cues over the top. I had forgotten that, so I can see why it's not adored. But uh, I think it's it's a, it's a great uh, great fun rom com uh, based on a play. It was, it was based on. It was also adapted into a film called The Shop Around the Corner, uh, starring James Stewart. Uh, they're a great couple. They're great. They got a lot of chemistry. Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we
1: judge the, the actor factor by the films they're in rather than the performances.
0: performances. He's very good at the guy who doesn't know where a book is. He, <laughs> he absolutely nails it. Uh, it is good because the next few I don't remember him being in. Um, Maid of Honor. <laughs> the, what? You've you seen says. Maid of Honor? with Patrick Dempsey and. No, wait a minute. I've not seen this film. I was thinking of Maid of Manhattan. Yeah. That. Um, <laughs> I've seen Ten and a Half. Uh,
1: Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Penelope Cruz getting an Oscar for this.
0: Yeah, Woody Allen films. Scarlett oh. Johansson's in it. Uh, Javier Bardem. Uh, like all Woody Allen films I've seen, I did not like it. I don't know why I've watched so many Woody Allen films. Uh, Maybe I one day you'll like one of his films. That's the one I, I of these watch. days, I think I'll enjoy his stuff. I I, I keep trying new ones, uh, and indeed, I've I've recently got Hannah and Her Sisters on DVD as as another attempt. Um, but I think I just find his dialogue so terrible. <laughs> um all the time. And the, <laughs> and all these characters are, are very uh, unsympathetic. And I don't remember Christmas Cena being in it. He I'm if I'm gonna have to guess I'd say he probably played Scarlett Johansson's ex boyfriend or something. That feels like the kind of thing he would do. <laughs> uh one I watched recently uh, is Julie and Julia. I've Wait. seen that.
1: Ah that's one of the ones is it so he plays the husband or is it boyfriend? Husband, husband. of yeah. Amy Adams character who is uh, named Julie um, this is based on a blog that she wrote on a real life person who uh in a year tries to replicate all of Julia Chell's recipes with uh, Meryl Streep uh, playing Julia Chell and pretty sure got nominated for an Oscar for it as almost well.
0: Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Um I yeah, I, I enjoyed this a lot actually. I wasn't expecting Me too. It. it was on Netflix, uh, So fact, It's been on and off Netflix for years and uh it's on at the moment, so I watched it very recently. And I don't I say you talked about people enjoying cooking programs stuff. I I'm not one of those guys, I don't I don't watch uh bacon shows well. but uh, even though i don't i still i still enjoy that. So amy adams is always is always great so that was um uh well i watching watched danny tucci uh is also very good as, as julia Child's
1: husband husband yeah uh
0: he's in a film called like crazy which i again i don't remember him being <laughs> in but it's, um, felicity jones and anton yelchin who are both uh excellent she's she's british she's american they've got this kind of cross-atlantic romance but they uh, they break various rule. I think I can't remember which way around it is. One of them stays too long outside outside their visa, and then they're not allowed to see each other. And so it's a uh, it's very sad doomed romance. But uh, he's in it. Apparently, he's also apparently in Celeste and Jesse Forever, uh, which is Rashida Jones and Andy Samberg um, comedy. Well, not comedy, comedy dramedy maybe, um, where they are uh, an ex couple who still spend all their time together. Uh, and it's worth a watch. It's good. It was recommended by my friend Pete Quadrio. Uh, apparently he's in Ruby Sparks where uh, again I don't remember oh. it's actually I think it's only since the Mindy Project that I, I knew who Chris Messina was so yes I, guess I was, I was never the on the lookout for him so. for
1: me as well yeah no one has a lookout for him um, the other two films that I've seen him with is Cake oh you've seen Cake yeah, yeah I've seen Cake uh, with Jennifer Aniston who suffers from chronic pain um, disorder uh, it's basically about her dealing with a lot of her drama um,
0: he was he her husband Or ex-husband or. Yeah
1: Probably one of Jennifer has, It's probably Jennifer has, has best performance um, Yeah There was the a lot film. of Oscar buzz Wasn't there Yeah there was mm. um, But I don't think She was nominated no. um, And then Harley Quinn Birds of Prey um, Well I was going to say Birds of Prey But it's definitely not Called Birds of Prey anymore Because yeah. it should be called Harley Quinn Colon Birds of Prey yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. He is bad I, In that film I mean, Everything I, is bad In that I, film I mean everything yeah. is bad In that film But he if I had to, to rank the worst things, he'd be up there. And it's not, I mean, he's really going for it and he's, he's doing something a bit different, um, but it doesn't work. No, well, maybe he's not one of the worst things, but he's still bad. Um, I've also seen a film called Digging for Fire, which directed by Joe Swanberg, who who does this kind of half improvised, half scripted kind of style where he just gets a lot of people to, um, to play around stuff. And he, he did something called Drinking Buddies as well. Um, they're they're, they're fun films. Um, and digging for fires, Jake Johnson and uh, Brie Larson's in it, and trailers. Uh, and I started watching a film called *The Sweet Life*, which is on Netflix, uh, where he's the lead. Uh, about this, it's a suicidal ice cream vendor, <laughs> um, but it, it, oh, didn't, wow. it didn't work for me. So, um, okay. so, so <laughs> was, was it a half? So I didn't go very far. Yeah, half is rounding up. Okay. Uh, so of those three, Zijan, what would you say was your favourite?
1: Julie and Julia.
0: Nice. Um, my favourite. It's probably Argo. Oh. Argo is very good. Watch Argo. We should do. It. We should do it for a little back and on Oscar one of these days. Yeah. Um, and least favorite. What
1: do you think? Colin? has Birds of
0: Prey, isn't it? Yeah, it's awful. Terrible film. I um, say so it's good job of not ranking his performances. I don't remember his performances <laughs> exactly. But he's. I mean, he's a good. I, I, I'm a big fan of, um, of the TV show The Newsroom, which he's got a supporting role in as well. Oh. Very good, is though. that the one that
1: was by Tina Fey as well?
0: No. No. Well, anyway. Uh, I don't that's 30 Rock isn't it
1: no but I think she created one she's not in it but she created all oh, right one, no this is really
0: this second. is Aaron ah. Uh so next time you're not here Zijan. Next time, no I'm I, not uh, you're not here you're, you're well uh, I was meant to be in Malaysia but I'm, I'm not anymore no very sad very sad but uh, for the time after that we're, we're going to be doing a look back in Oscar and uh, Zijian, we're going to be I, we've not agreed this but we're going to be doing the great Ziegfeld okay uh which
1: that's pretty all uh, right
0: 19 is, uh, 30s sometime maybe even 20 <laughs> it's a very old film it feels a bit like from i've not seen it yet but it feels a bit like the greatest showman of its day so we'll see how that goes okay cool uh and we move on to the quiz a uh quiz on pitch perfect this time i believe i'm one up for the year the first time i've been ahead in this I, I am one up are oh, you one of us is one up uh oh yeah you beat me last time didn't you yeah exactly did that make you poor level actually
1: I can't remember. I feel
0: like I was ahead for a bit. I think we might be left. For a bit,
1: for a week, I think. You never... (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much it. Two weeks.
0: Two weeks. Anyway, uh, we're very close to each other, whatever it is. And Zizan, why don't don't you kick us off?
1: Um, Question one. In Pitch Perfect, what song was used by the auditionees in the audition montage for the a cappella groups? I have
0: no idea, so I'm going to say Single Ladies.
1: It's uh, Since You've Been Gone. Cool.
0: Okay. Have you not?
1: Oh. Yeah, it oh, is. I've seen this
0: film several times, but I just clearly can't remember anything about it. Um, uh, question one for you. Which, uh, players from which American football team appeared in Pitch Perfect 2?
1: Oh, this is going to be so embarrassing, though. Now, now I need to think of an American football team. I can't, <laughs> think of, I can't even think of one. What American football teams are there? New York Giants? Is uh, that one?
0: could be you know <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's the green bay packers oh
1: great um question two who was nominated for the Razzie redeemer award a past nominee or a winner who has subsequently become a respected artist for pitch perfect two elizabeth banks it yeah, is elizabeth banks
0: they're really scraping around because she really wasn't a rising nominee much <laughs> um uh who plays emily junk emily
1: junk is that Hilly Steinfeld?
0: It is haley Steinville.
1: Yeah. Uh question three. Who plays the lead singer of Evermoist, the all female musical instrument playing quartet who serves as a ballast rivals in Pitch Perfect 3?
0: That was uh Ruby Rose. That is Ruby Rose. I did see that. Um this is an easy one. No, this is far too easy. Um what is the name of the fictional university where the first film is set?
1: The Barden University. Baden University, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, this is... Like going... I was just playing
0: some mind games with you this season. Try. Thanks,
1: God. This is going to be a tough one, though. Okay. Uh, question four. YouTube stars and Grammy Award-winning a Arca... cappella group Pentatonix appeared in Pitch Perfect 2, representing which country?
0: Okay, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Um, Well, were they the ones who were...
1: Oh no! No, that sound machine—that's the main one. Uh, that's
0: the gym, wasn't it? Uh, I did, I did. So I mean, like you, I get most of my information from Wikipedia. So I, I saw they were in it, um, but I can't remember. I'm going to say Canada.
1: You are correct. It's Canada. Nice guess.
0: Okay, I'm, you. can't see this obviously, but I'm currently wearing a Canada T-shirt. I drew, drew inspiration from around me. Yeah, right. um, uh, now we don't often deal in celebrity gossip, Sebastian. You know, but here's question oh, four for you. Why uh, is this? Which actress met Skylar Astin on the set of *Pitch Perfect* before marrying him in 2016 and
1: divorcing him in 2019? Ah, I know, I know who the actress is, but I can't remember her name, which is annoying me so much. Ah, no, no, I'm going to butcher the name because I can't remember what her name is. She's the the leader of the ballast in the first in the first film. I can't remember. What is it? Uh, Anna Camp. Anna Camp. Uh, I'm annoyed. Uh, my last question for you Colleen, for the win if you get this What is the real name of Fat Amy?
0: Uh, what? <laughs> um, what is I, the real name uh, of Fat Amy? Oh, I heard you um, <laughs> Oh is it Patricia? Patricia Hobart yes for the win Thank you uh, One more question for you uh, Who won an MTV Movie Award for Best Breakthrough Performance for the first film?
1: Uh, why am I forgetting it? But it's her her <laughs> yes
0: rebel wilson rebel wilson very good next time uh well next time again you're not here but the time after that we are quizzing uh, we're going to quiz on the films of alan parker um he was a name you might not know but he died this week uh, and he's director of, of a number of films including bugsy malone uh midnight express evita uh, a few things so okay. i thought why not do a quiz on those films
1: cool and what's happening next week when i'm not here colin
0: Uh, next week we've got my good friend Rob Rowe Robert Rowe uh, on the podcast uh, and we will be talking about twist endings Um, so it's going to be spoiler heavy Uh, Rob I'm pleased to say is doing some research he's listening to he's listening to some films he's watching some (laughs) films uh, watching some twists and uh, we'll be talking through them see you then bye